here's what's going to happen. I'm going to read this, and you're going to listen. I'll start at the top of the page. Meticulous, methodical, educated. They were these things, arguably. Nothing extreme, like anyone they varied. There were days of mistakes and laziness, most days really. But on occasion there were good days, when by some folk's judgment, they would have to be considered clever. No one would say that what they were doing was complicated. It wouldn't even be considered new. After all, plenty of podcasts covering the same subjects had existed for years. But these three entertainers took from pop culture what was needed and made of it something more. John had taken on the task of recording and editing the result. But as weeks became months, their enthusiasm became a slow realization that they were out of their depth. So how many times did it take nightcaps as they cycled through the same conversations? John singing the praises of RuPaul or Russian Doll, Matt recommending The Good Place and putting down anyone who liked Aquaman, Mark trying to convince the rest that The Master of Disguise is a classic. How many episodes would it take before they got it right? Three? Four? Twenty? I've decided to believe that only one more would have done it. I can almost sleep at night if there is only one more. Slowly and methodically, they reverse-engineered a perfect podcast. Until one day, they spoke a bit too loudly at a bar on 27th. They mentioned the podcast naturally. It was whom they had become. But the one-star reviews came pouring in, and crippling self-doubt along with it. Guest spots on Ellen were cancelled. Matt had to trade his projector for a Big Mac. I activated the failsafe and brought myself back to when it all started. You have some rough days ahead of you. You have to slog through La La Land and figure out that the show just doesn't work without Mark. Plus, your audio quality is not what it used to be. By which I mean, you haven't yet figured it out. If I can just give you one tip about that, it would be... Seek out lost. It's understandable if you're lost right now. Just watch the 2004 film Primer by Shane Carruth. It's short enough and actually really good. Godspeed, Nightcaps at the Theater. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I just got over Master of Disguise, and I do not want to see that movie ever again! You don't want to see a sequel? I do not, honestly, in my heart of hearts, ever want to see a sequel to The Master <laughs> of Disguise. What about the son of The Master of Disguise? Maybe, Like, but... like the son of the mask. Yes. Oh, maybe the talking baby? If it was the gritty <laughs> yeah. reboot, then definitely. Oh, that does remind me. 
before we send off uh, Critically Panuary, <laughs> yeah. I, I got to get something real quick. All no. right. Well, while Matt's getting that, I'll introduce our host. You're listening to the regular episode of Nightcaps at the Theater, where we take a movie and dissect it, lambast it, etc. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and I'm Carol Channing Stunt Double. <laughs> Uh, oh, R.I.P. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I, I sometimes tuck it back, Mark Zebro Jr. Ooh. I'm, uh, <laughs> am I Matt Cabrera? Mm, and you're <laughs> listening to our, as go on, Critically Panuary, what were you talking uh, about? Yeah, crit, well, no, we're we're <laughs> yeah. wrapping up, we're finished. Sending that ship out yeah, to sail, to that stinker. Critically Panuary, <laughs> Don't Yuck My Yum, Yeah. So Bad It Hurts Month. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I just <laughs> we gotta send it off with a little little something. Oh, oh right. Christmas came early. Oh, oh the best, yeah. the winner, as we deemed oh, Miami yeah. Connection. Oh, just got a. Matt has just handed us Blu-ray copies of Miami Connection. Which My day now, just got a little which better. Are now sold out. Wow, there it is. So we, yeah, we yeah. own a piece of oh, history. Yeah. There is an alternate ending. There's <gasps> audio comments. What? Deleted scene. Well, it is, it is a I know what I'm doing for my next <laughs> forever, right? Um, but thankfully, we, we can say goodbye to January. Yes. Fuck you. Oh, okay. That's you. Fudge you. <laughs> Fudge you, January. Yeah, and February. Oh. As we go oh, on. Will you shut the fuck up and let me say? <laughs> God. And now we got to say uh, hello to... No theme February. Yeah, we're in the weird middle yeah, flux yeah. that Matt wanted to pick before we get on to our next theme, but yep, yep. we gave Matt a bone. <laughs> oh, and, and not a good will, one. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to regret it. Oh, I'm going to love this. What are you talking about? After Master of Disguise? Anything. <laughs> true, anything. True, true. I could pluck out my own eyes and I'd be good. <laughs> uh, all right, should, should we just get into that? Yes. So sure. the hint from last time was... Uh, two guys, mm-hmm. a box, and electromagnetic reduction. <sighs> Any hints? Is it French? I mean, any guesses. Is it French? Uh, it is not French. But there is... Is it foreign? A little bit of French spoken. Yeah? Is it foreign? It is not foreign. Uh, is it the cube? It is not the cube. <laughs> is it cubed? <laughs> cubed? Oh, the square, let's, cubed? Cubed? Let's see. Uh, okay, another thing <laughs> I, I will mention. Uh, it is a short, a scant 77 minutes long. <laughs> like by far the shortest movie we'll have probably ever watch mm. on this podcast, unless we watch uh, that Winnie the Pooh movie from 2011. Yeah, that which was, like was undeservably short. And I paid full price at the theater yeah. for that. Uh, but it was good. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so it came out in, uh, oh, it's 77 minutes. came out in 2004. Matt, I'm going to ask you a real question. Would we, me and Mark, recognize <laughs> the film? <laughs> probably not. Probably okay, not. well, there okay. we go. Yeah. Yeah, all right, last hint <laughs> is uh, the tagline. Uh, apparently, I don't know if this is the tagline or the subtitle. Uh, DVD Netflix had it at the subtitle, but uh, what it, it, whatever it is, it's what happens if it actually works? Hmm... Is it something like Manhattan Project themed? Mm. It's giving me Steins Gate the anime. I haven't Wait, seen that. It's all about time travel and whatnot. I will say <laughs> this: this is a movie that, um, if you guys are familiar with it, once I say the name, it's best if you go in knowing nothing about it. Okay. If you if you just don't know anything. All right. Um, if you go in blind. Uh, so no guesses. Wait a minute. Uh, what did this movie come out? 2004. Wow. And it, uh, okay, one last thing. It has one guy basically at the helm of it. 
Um, <laughs> it, it's his project. Tommy Wiseau? No, 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 no. No, no. no? okay. Uh, uh, is it? Oh, I was thinking of a what's that? Um, Michael Caine movie with Jude Law. It's based on a play. Um, Michael Caine. Uh, Michael Caine was in the original. Damn it. Well, I can tell you, we are watching something much more low budget than that. Oh, okay. Uh, extremely low budget. They couldn't get Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. Michael Caine. Oh, not... you know, Batman. Doesn't <laughs> like this. Michael Caine. Right. Yeah. You know what? Never mind. Well. <laughs> we are watching Primer. 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 I've heard of this before. I'm not Primer. familiar with this. I've heard the title before. It is a... An extremely low budget indie movie mm. from uh, from 2004. This has come up on many podcasts of mine that I've listened to, but I've never Ooh, seen it, and I'm not nice. invested in I'm, the plot. I am excited for this, yeah. honestly. Um, I, I I watched it this week in anticipation, <laughs> and I rewatched it, and I need to watch it again. Mm. <laughs> this is uh, I'll get into some background, like my last movie pick. Miami Connection. Mm. This movie is... They're very similar. This movie is inseparable from its star. Uh, the star's name is Shane Carruth. Uh, actually, I think it's Carruth pronounced. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm a little bit burying the lead by calling him the star because he's also the director, the producer, the writer, wow. the editor, the composer, the caster the, the head of casting <laughs> head of casting he he did it all yk kim number two yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> um but he is i am so inspired by this guy mm-hmm. i mean just by you know all of his titles by all the hats that he wears sounds like anna biller if you give a throwback to our love Ooh, witch episode yes, yeah doing everything um it took him uh let's see uh, whoa, my notes are kind of all over the place. <laughs> it took him two years to post-produce this project. Okay. Um, many points, it was almost abandoned. He was like, it's not worth it. Mm. Um, but it, anyway, I don't know why I went into the timeline first. First, <laughs> let me introduce you to like, who this guy is. He's a math major. Um, my favorite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he He's an mm. engineer. He had like three engineering jobs. He's a, a, a flight simulation software developer. Um, and just one day he decided to pack it all up and be like, I'm going to start making movies. Wow. Huh. That's not exactly how it went. He started, he, he just wasn't really into like the engineering grind, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was into like novels and writing. So he wrote a good amount of short stories and he was like halfway through a novel when he realized that, no, actually what really draws me in are pictures, our images, visuals. Like he wants to see this actually play out, not be read. He wants to he wants to see it on the screen. So he was like in a car accident or something in the hospital, and he just spent a lot of time watching Turner classic movies. <gasps> My um, favorite channel. <laughs> it was really uh, the movie All the President's Men uh, that, that really like mm-hmm. made him want to get into this. Mm-hmm. And so he was trying to replicate some of those like '70s movie sensibilities, um, which we will see in this <laughs> movie. Uh, and not just because of the low budget. <laughs> it uh, you may you might recognize his name a little bit more, um, from the 2013 film Upstream Color, mm-hmm. which was at Sundance and it drew like a lot of praise, a lot of buzz. I've heard of that too. It's it's. Can you describe that to me? I think I might have seen one of my channels on YouTube, Browse Held High, might have did a 
a short review on it. You're going to ask, can I describe it? <laughs> I know, because really. I think it's, it's what I'm thinking of, and it's almost indescribable. It's a mind bender. Yeah, it yeah. involves, like, a pig farm. Yeah. I remember that much. I, I remember this, it, yeah. It involves a bathtub. Yeah. And um, it's like he he has a, a woman with him, and yeah. the poster is like both of them like. Yeah. Um, he he definitely did a review of this, yeah, so yeah. I remember seeing that. So upstream color. That's <laughs> Mark, one. are you okay? Okay. I'm really taking it all in. I feel I like just... we're getting a real art house uh, oh, yeah. thinker tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he um, that movie he similarly wrote, produced, directed, starred, <laughs> yada yada. Yep. Pretty much handled it. Um. And he got a uh, actress Amy Sametz to be part of that, and they're actually engaged, or they were engaged in 2016. They might actually be married <laughs> now. I'm not sure. Uh -huh. Um, a couple other things he did, which I didn't know about, he handled the music for the Girlfriend Experience, uh, the TV show by Soderbergh on uh, mm. Show oh. Stars. <laughs> on Show I, Stars. I, I know, ah. on, uh, on Stars. <laughs> um. Which also starred Amy Sumetz, his fiance, as like the lead role in that. Um, let's see. He he actually has a few projects coming out. Um, I think like last year, I believe he directed an episode of uh, Nat Geo's Breakthrough, which I don't really know what that is, but we're you know, breaking it's, free. It's National <laughs> I think it's like a documentary on like discoveries and things like that <laughs> um he produced a movie called the dead center and he he's acted in that movie as well and he's acted in several shorts he even had a cameo in swiss army man wow oh, we're currently on netflix Daniel Radcliffe yeah. and Donald Gleason. yeah right. um and he he has a couple projects in development but they won't be out for a long long time mm -hmm. because I, like i meant i might have mentioned uh, the timeline but let me give you a sense of scale 2004 Primer releases. Mm -hmm. um, spent two years in post production, you know, years in prep and mm -hmm. shooting, and just he spent three years learning how to become a filmmaker mm -hmm. um, before he actually attempted any, anything, which I I just really admire. Yeah, um, he's very just motivated. So anyway, that was 2004. His next film didn't come out until 2013. Okay, so that's a nine year gap. Yeah. So we probably shouldn't expect anything until 2022 at the yeah. least. But I, I think right now he's even taking it slower. Mm -hmm. But uh, he does apparently have... There's a project that he shelved called A Topiary. Um, I'm not entirely sure what that was about. But... A Topiary, I imagine. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's supposed to be like his... He says, that's the thing I've like wasted most of my life on. Uh, um, so I hope we get to see that in some form someday. Um, and another movie I think that he's a little more focused on called The Modern Ocean. Mm that has something to do with like shipping containers i don't even know i'm sure it'll work but yeah he comes up with some weird concepts sometimes um anyway with the modern ocean it's supposed to have anne hathaway keanu reeves mm. tom holland mm. daniel radcliffe jeff goldblum and chloe grace moretz wow so wow. that's like a stack that's a cast stack. yeah i mean who knows if he'll get all of them <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, i'm sure there's even just one shit, <laughs> right but to go from a movie like this like this is like a student film practically okay. that he somehow got distribution mm -hmm. for. It's a student film that was made by like thirty year old yeah. that just decided to get into movies. I like to me he's just so inspiring. He's like almost a hero. Um, he, I don't know if there's anything. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, let me talk a little bit about the, the contents of the film itself. Mm -hmm. This is a film that will be watched with subtitles. Um, that is not a choice <laughs> because <laughs> he. He wanted this film to be, first and foremost, authentic. Um, so 
the movie does deal with uh, engineers, like as per his background. Um, so we're introduced to them, and they are speaking in jargon, like an engineer oh, okay. can watch this and, and understand it. But the nat- uh, normal audience member will be a little bit lost. Gotcha. Thankfully, it's not super important. They're just he just really wanted the dialogue to to work and be realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to do that, he was an engineer, but he still didn't really know. Uh, physics a lot which is what this movie deals with so he immersed himself in the study of physics Jeez. for like a while before even attacking this film mm. and uh yeah he did that despite never having taken a course like not even in high school or college yeah. or anything um so as such the film's complex technical dialogue was not simplified for the sake of the audience um there will be subtitles and uh <laughs> speaking about the actors he was looking for somebody who could deliver this again realistically um but everybody he like auditioned ended up filling each line with so much drama mm-hmm. like in his words the, that's quote filled with so much drama um <laughs> that he decided to just he was like by that point this is a quote from him i had memorized the script anyway and i figured i could count on myself to be there every time we shot so he just <laughs> decided to be the star of his own movie um despite you know having no acting experience either so he learned how to do that he rewatched a whole bunch of things and just um researched it all it's it's really impressive like i am nowhere near as motivated as this guy um again speaking about kind of like the technical stuff of the film he said shooting digitally would be cheaper but he uh wanted the analog film aesthetic which which made each shot even more urgent to get right because of the low budget and film is expensive mm-hmm. so you don't want to do retakes mm-hmm. um he shot this to be quote flat up flat 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 contemporary cold and intentionally overexposed as an homage to 70s films um not to mention grainy this film is very grainy which uh, is, yeah, not uh, not intentional maybe but maybe a little bit um uh, Steven Soderbergh, so- Soderbergh, Soderbergh, Soderbergh. <laughs> uh, is quoted as saying, I view Shane as the illegitimate offspring of David Lynch and James Cameron. Ah, uh, there we go. Which I think might be a little bit, that might get you in the wrong mindset yeah. in this movie, but maybe it doesn't. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe like early James Cameron. Yeah. Uh, I want yes. that weird Lynch. I want that weird, weird Lynch. Yeah, I don't think you'll get that. Like, like I said, this is realistic. I'm not going to get a humidifier woman dancing in the no. corner. <laughs> no, no. But <laughs> it is, I just, I really love what he's achieved here. And um, if you're lost while watching, if you're confused, don't worry. That is perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. There will be a lot of discussion afterwards mm-hmm. about what we just watched. Yeah. And just get ready to have your mind a little bit expanded. Mm. And a little bit fucking blow. Ooh. Thank you for giving us that primer <laughs> on primer. Hey, this is primer. To quote Amy Winehouse, what kind of fuckery was this that you made me watch, Matt? She said that? She said, what kind of fuckery is this? Oh, you guys were silent for the last, like, 20 minutes. I know. More silent than any other movie. Take that, reviewer. Once I saw John get comfortable on the floor. In the mode. (laughs) Yeah.
Ooh. In my mode, right? I had to expand your mind for this one. Oh, so we watched Primer. Oh, yeah. You experienced it. I did. And what were we drinking? Ooh, we were drinking a little, I guess a mixed drink called the Mindfuck. Yes. It's uh, one part Kahlua, one part vodka, and a splash of club soda. Mm. And so, it was good. Yeah, it worked. I digged it. Yeah, no, I'm going to have another one before you go. Don't worry. You're not taking that anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, you got these bottles. These and this Heineken excited. mixture, it's really like... I like it. I need this more in my life. Like Ooh, one of that, one of that. I'm good. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, that reviewer that gave us one star is going to be real upset to hear you say that. Yeah. I was completely silent during this movie, and I was digging it. I was trying to think. That's good. I'm glad we got got Heineken because uh, this is a movie that deals with, like, engineers. Kind of a startup. Very uh, scrappy. That's what I love about the Mm -hmm. film. Like, it's just a scrappy film. And I feel like they have beer all the time. Yeah. You, you actually do see them drinking a Bud Light. I, hey, that didn't come to mind. I got a Heineken. It was cheaper. So mm. uh, I just got the cheapest beer I could find. I thought, yeah. I and it, was it wasn't – it was – it required some thinking. But at the same time, yeah. I felt, at least in, like, the nirvana that I'm currently experiencing, I was <laughs> like, you know, the beautiful mind or, or that telenovela star that sees the numbers in front of their face. Oh, and yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. that's how I was. I was like, oh, that all the dots are connecting. Like, yeah, I just, get it. You just kept seeing Paul Bettany pop up like you just never thought. Literally, I yeah. I don't know, though. I'd be... I mean, I've seen an anime or two, and this reminded that's me of a true. few. That is so fair. I was kind of... The first time I watched it, I had no clue what was going on. See, as soon as they got the microwave in the beginning scene, I knew what was going yeah, on. Yeah. They want a time machine. That's what oh, yeah. they want. As soon as the microwave's used, you know, they got a built-in yeah, clock yeah. in that microwave. That's what they're using it well, for. Yeah, this is a movie about time travel. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to keep that from you guys. <laughs> but I, not me. Yeah, the first time I watched this, I didn't know that it was about time travel. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like it's a good way to... I mean, that's what the guy behind it all was trying to pull off. Yeah. Just get the audience in, like, the mindset of these engineers who don't know what they've created or, like, how it works, or, and they're just confused. Yeah. And they have to take it slow. It I'm, was a great job. I will say that was my first inkling. Bef- yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. within, like, when you first hear that tape uh, come up and, like, the, I guess, whatever Aaron is talking, mm-hmm. I yeah. guess, which which version of him. Yeah. And then it's like, this is time travel and then they start like getting into more like sciencey territory mm-hmm. and i was like this is, this must be time travel oh yeah no yeah. well, definitely is yeah. it is uh it's it's an interesting kind of time travel mm-hmm. i i can't explain how it works right now i, I wouldn't do that on the podcast but <laughs> you'd be giving um, away too many secrets right so, no i mean there is if you've seen this there's a nice infographic on uh, wikipedia and there are actually multiple uh, sources or more, multiple like web pages dedicated to explaining this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a 20 minute YouTube video that I would like to watch uh, sometime soon, mm-hmm. maybe while recording. Not while recording, but you know, take a break. little segment after that. Yeah. Um, there is a nice XKCD about this movie. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, it's called Movie Narrative Charts. Let me just blow it up so you can see that. Yeah, it'll take a little bit, a little second to read. Oh, I see. Around. Yes, oh, it all makes mother. sense, right? Wow, that's yeah. a lot of timelines in well, there. Well, that, that just compares Lord of the Rings to, oh, to different films. So I yeah, see. So 12 that's, Angry Men is the much simpler <laughs> the much yeah. simpler timeline. Hmm. That compares... Like, Primer is a little crazy right there. Oh, that's also, lots of looping going on. I mean, t- talk about mindfuck. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's an XKCD uh, yeah, joke, a comic about... Comparing like different character interactions, so like these characters are together throughout different movies, 
Um, they have Lord of the Rings, they have Star Wars, 12 Angry Men. It, they're just straight lines. <laughs> All the characters are together, but uh, for primary, it's just like a big mishmash. Jumble. Jumble, yeah. yeah. Um, big squiggly lines. There's another one. Mm. Um, another flowchart that I didn't even really have the patience to go through. It is uh, it is on another level. Yeah. Uh, I'll pull it up in a bit. Yeah. But this movie, it's... Like you say, you got it, and I do. I do think you. I think got I have it. a general. I mean, obviously, I don't more, understand the nuances, but I was like, oh, I think I know what's going on. Yeah, here. you got more than I expected you to. Or more certainly than I did on my first viewing. That was like years ago. Um, the definitive graph of all of Primer's intersecting timeline. I'm going to show this to you right here. It's a it's a large graph with the nine different timelines, and. But by the way, this isn't like a 100% definitive yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are still debating it and discussing it because there's a lot in this movie that is not shown to you. A lot of stuff that is just inferred. Um, and that is made clear by this timeline, where if you could see it real quick, um, there's a lot of small font. There are a lot of words to get through. Mm-hmm. The stuff in blue is... All the stuff that's inferred. The stuff in yellow is what is actually shown in the movie. Oh, okay. If you like compare the ratio of how much the blue is far is, more, yeah. Yeah, there is uh, not a lot of yellow in there. Yeah. It's just, you got to put on your thinking caps for you, this movie. Yeah, you definitely do. Yeah. Um, I think I think it really pulls it off. I am such a fan of this and his style. My yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just keep in mind, the yellow is what is shown in the movie. I mean, Just think of the videos I watched. Imagine, tomorrow. like, the budget you would have to make to show all of this, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or, like... Uh, but there's no need to show all of it. I think it works well without showing. Oh, no. Well. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Yeah. The thing is, like, I'm so bemuddled <laughs> by it, I think, where yep. it's like, it, it was so hard to take in everything that was going on. I don't think mm, There's so... Yeah. I mean, for me personally... Yeah. Uh... It's very sciencey. I, it does show the the man's like dedication and and uh, I guess uh, nature in terms of like how like much he wanted to like really put in here and, and mm-hmm. you re- you really need to put on your thinking caps like, if 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 you're not really sure what's happening. Yeah, if you haven't seen it before. Um, I mean, uh, Matt did warn us ahead of time. Yeah, of, like yeah, there's a lot of like. Uh, technical jargon that's in this movie as well um to to an average movie goer mm-hmm. they would not for any reason <laughs> try and try and uh understand yeah what's, no. what's going on what I, timeline yeah if there were no subtitles i would be kind of lost Ooh, yeah i can't see this playing well like in a, on the big screen yeah AMC, i mean yeah know. there's also like just a lot of like overlapping terms of dialogue especially mm-hmm. early on in the movie yeah so you that's another thing you really need to pay attention to I mean, like a lot of characters talking over each other, but yeah. I think it's realistic. I mean, it, I and, and it feels very, you know, like I already said this, like like jo- like Jobs and Wozniak in their garage, mm-hmm. like yeah, working on their startup essentially, making their original time machine creation, right? Yeah, the uh, iTime, the OG yeah. TM, OG TM, original time machine, high capsule, yeah, high capsule. Um, yeah, no, that's one thing. I think this film might actually be a little ahead of its time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it does like illustrate really well that kind of Silicon Valley mm-hmm. aesthetic and uh, motivation and just, just like that whole incubator of uh, 
having really small scale projects and discovering something by accident. And yeah. Like not really knowing what to do with that. Like it, it's actually a lot like HBO's own show, Silicon Valley. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got that feeling. And so I think it is ahead of its time. This is 2004 and it's been a while in post-production. It could have been released in like 2002 or three. We yeah. begin in a garage, right? We're talking about like this tech startup, right? Yeah. And um, there's these four guys just sitting around a table discussing physics things that yeah. we shouldn't really be concerned with. They're yeah. like making something. They want to break out. Obviously, they want to be new. Yeah, they're deliberating on like, yeah. kinds of products. And, and they're like, it's my turn, my turn, my turn. We went through that idea, that mm-hmm. idea, that idea. Um, we get this uh, hacker wannabes. Like there are a bunch of hacker wannabes that want to do that. Yeah. They want to make the next big thing in technology. Um, I was getting very Glenn Gary and Glenn Ross vibes for different reasons. Obviously, no cursing, but the jargon is there. Yeah. Instead of lawyer jargon, it's like engineer jargon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I was kind of getting about a play. Um, and the group is taking turns with proposing ideas. We have these two guys, Philip and Robert, who are kind of the extras, yeah. the four to the main two that are Aaron and Abe. Abe. By Abe. the way, the other actors in this movie are uh, just like friends of Shane Carruth. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. It makes sense. I mean, like they were little roles, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I can really point out all of the uh, ADR that's happening. Yes. Yeah. Really none, none of this is like straight from the film. This mm-hmm. is all from like the sound booth or studio because it, it really shows at least for me it does yeah i don't know if you guys picked up no i didn't no not really. i mean there were a few instances where like the lip dubbing was off yeah mm. you know especially a little bit later after like the little like dinner scene i think too it was like what 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 you know, mm-hmm. it's like i right, agree right. i agree with this yeah i was like oh, okay <laughs> well aaron and abe have their own idea they're going on kind of off the beaten path they're not telling philip and robert about it yeah. um, they have something on their hands yeah right? they're dismantling air conditionings refrigerators microwaves whatever cars. they can get the hair <laughs> yeah cars mm-hmm. And they're building a box. What's in the box? It's goop. <laughs> it's goop. That would have been the real reveal. It's like goop professor. steps out of the box. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? Norbit steps out of the box. <laughs> yeah. um, but they're building something in this box. And they put this little uh, weevil, weevil inside the box. Yep. And they realize that when they leave it in the box, it exits in a complete circle. Yeah, or, there's uh, just some weird shit already. Or, or something like they put it one side, it exits the other sides, even though the which, box isn't moving. Which the movie really like uh, handles that focusing device pretty well early on when like you hear that um, message being played by mm-hmm. I guess I guess now Aaron. Yeah, I, right. I, I was trying to identify who's, yeah. who's talking, but uh, like you see like the weevils being like used as like a like a paperweight essentially. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's gonna be used uh, sometime later on. But like I really like some of the focused shots uh early in the movie that really helped nice. yeah like the garage door and stuff i loved like looking at through the window through mm-hmm. them yes yeah. nice. yeah, very there, interesting some good cinematography yeah like, good cinematography on a low budget exactly i mean yeah yeah and that's another thing i wanted to bring up too with some of the low budget i can really tell some of the like the lighting isn't used very well at yeah. some points like uh when it, when it cuts to like the four of them in the kitchen later to the two of them and I'm like, ooh, something happened here. And I guess they, they really were... They're uh, doing it alone. Stretch for time here. But yeah. No, it wasn't too distracting uh, away from the, the actual scene. Mm, so. I think it worked well, out because it, it set it was, the diversion between the two. And it was the four of them. Yeah, the four of them were, like, at a round table. And then you, you do hear two of them leaving, like, in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah getting yeah. the dinner. Like, just take it, put it in your car. It's yeah, going to yeah. go back in my car. Oh, it's going to freeze mm-hmm. or yeah. something like that. And then you have uh, Aaron and Abe, actually. Which, which they have their own agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I lovers maybe oh, well, that, that. yeah that comes up yeah later. but uh i do appreciate i i wonder about this uh there is one shot when aaron and neighbor in the garage and they're messing with the box and they uh they there's no window 
so they can't actually see what's going on in the box when they like turn it on and it's it's doing its thing it's shaking around um there there's no window because the all the sides of it are like made of steel aluminum or something something that doesn't allow the substances that are in play to like leak out yeah um they can't have like a glass thing because there's no guarantee that it won't uh get out into the real world um or you know into their garage so they put their camcorder in there and the camcorder is like recording what's going on oh actually no that that's actually later than what i was mm-hmm. thinking before all this i think what the box actually is is they're trying to come up with like some sort of anti-gravity thing yeah some way to suspend the effects of that mm-hmm. um but it's never really made clear which is fine this whole movie is uh rather vague um but at one point you see abe drop like uh, bits of water like water droplets from his hand onto the prototype of the box which is just like a, it, it's an open sea structure yeah um just like magnets and things like that and you see the water droplets levitating but they're levitating the way you see it the camera pans from like abe heading over to the box to the camera feed the camera uh the camcorder is pointed in like the box's direction and then you see like the special effect of abe uh, dropping the water and the water being suspended in midair mm-hmm. and i feel like that's really clever filmmaking like so you don't have to actually have the budget to like a CGI, yeah. that special effect. You right. just put it on the... The practical. On mm-hmm. the uh, camcorder, which was like probably uh, recorded previously with like a, a mm-hmm. grainy feed of it. Yeah. And just, you can mess around in there. And it works pretty well. It right? does. Like that's that's clever there. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, later they get into the box... Or they don't get into it, but we get in. <laughs> yeah, the movie gets into. The we box. get into it. <laughs> uh, it's in 4D. Oh no, I know. Yeah, it's kind of. It's not exactly false because the fourth dimension is time. <sighs> Jesus Ooh, Christ! You're too smart for this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I'm throwing that out there. But um, yeah, then we see what I was mentioning before. Like they put the camcorder into the box to watch the the weevil and see what happens. <laughs> Will the weevil wobble? Uh, but it don't fall wobble. down. That's, to... that's I believe precisely. these were beans. They were weebles. <laughs> they said weebles about a thousand times <laughs> in this movie. They mentioned weebles once. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, the whole box kind of wobbles around and John made a joke that it was like a private masturbatorium. Yeah, this is a gay porn. It clearly is. <laughs> that, was, that was the start. It's a really easy gay porn to write. There are yeah. many lines that stick out to me. <laughs> and, it's because yeah. of the vague nature of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're lovers. There's right. no doubt among that, right? I guess uh, we'll, we'll go into it as it comes, but yeah, there are some instances that I've jotted down here. Yeah. That are, uh, fun to write about. And even the movie itself, I like that they poke fun at that concept and answer it. Mm-hmm. So they find out that the box is a time machine because there's fungus going inside of it? or Because yeah, the like, fungus gestates longer in the yeah, box than fungus, it should be, it's right? It's a fungus that occurs naturally. Yeah. Um, and this is a, a kind of... Like, Abe is the first to kind of discover this. Yeah. So he finds the fungus, he swipes it away, and he's kind of weirded out by it. I, I guess we don't really see his thinking behind this, but he takes it to a lab to, like, figure out what it is. Because it is weird to see something like this grow in such a substantial amount mm-hmm. really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they figure out it's a time machine, and they're like, we're yeah. not going to tell the other two. Yeah. It's our own little secret, but we're going to test it out. And they're, like, shooting hoops one day. 
non-trademark shooting hoops, like no. Aaron's passing a basketball around to himself, and he go, Abe is like, what if we make it bigger, mm-hmm. right? And which is a no-no. It's like, don't go back in time. Don't do that. Don't. Well, yeah, Warning the, bells went off. It's like, don't do that. No, no, no. The thinking is like the Weeble, you know, it's it's not an intelligent life form. Yeah. So there's no way to know what the actual possibilities are with this. But if it we was need, smart. Yeah, you know, we need something intelligent to actually uh, well, they, <laughs> test it out properly. Exactly. They, they put it in like more complex terms like enter at point A, leave at point B, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Enter at point B, leave at point B. Yeah. It's like a whole parabolic cycle. Yeah. And that's their kind of like illustration of time travel. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go, where are we going to get a box big enough to hold all our things? And wouldn't you know in the background there's a convenience storage facility just oh, sitting there. Look, look, look yeah. what we're parked out front of. And then they yeah. go, Abe, is that you walking over there? And they're like, no, that wasn't me. Well, clearly through my binoculars, that was you. No. <laughs> well, let's go look. Yeah, it's funny. I do like the way the movie like plays out certain scenes. It's like, you know, they're talking about, oh, you know what would be perfect? We need a like a five by five room that we can yeah. rent monthly. <laughs> right. It's totally like their branding deal. Yeah. It's like, oh, you need us a U-Haul truck, right? Yeah, exactly. But I love like when you're first watching this, you're like, okay, obviously the answer is right there. Like, how are they not seeing this? Like in any other movie, you would be like. That's just a dumb, weird coincidence. But in this movie, you find out they're actually there for a reason. Like, Abe, one of the central characters, brought <laughs> both of them there yeah. because of exactly like... Because they needed that pre- box, exactly right? Because they did it previously. Right it happened already. We're talking about, obviously, you just like to say, oh, we have to take your truck if we're like, like going yeah. here. So. Yeah. And I found out like the past or like the ones that have been there like do the duties and the, the present ones are like doing like... They're regular shigs. Like, they all have mm-hmm. different things going on at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they make excuses just like uh, being able to avoid each other's uh, past or future self. So yeah. it, it makes a good enough reason to uh, add that in there. Yeah. So I To this reason, I brought up Steinscape and Maduka Maguka or <laughs> Pola Magi, Madoka Magica. Everything and that was, no one The best time travel animes of I, all time. I was like, I understood the dialogue of the movie more than I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have watched Steinscape, it's essentially the same plot. But I think this was heavily I, inspired or inspiring I, time, uh, Steinscape. I, I, I had a good uh, comparison between uh, this movie uh, where it, it felt like office space meets uh, safety not guaranteed. Yeah. Because mm. uh, you know you see a lot of cubicle work. Uh, these guys are always wearing business suits, and mm-hmm. there's like usually four of them. Uh, and, Very uh, white collar. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They're, they're doing their own kind of thing outside of work, and uh, now safety, safety not guaranteed. It's, it's actually it's a nice, cute movie. It involves time travel with Aubrey Plaza. Yes, Aubrey Plaza is Aubrey Plaza, friends yeah, of the yeah, podcast, she, right? She's she's well used in that movie. I think she's actually uh, uh, very good. Yeah, a, 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 a very a lot of the central cast is very good actually. Um, but yeah, you know this uh this it it, it felt very like just like blue collar just discovers time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what it really came down to for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was gonna mention before. Shane Karuki, the what he really wanted to show with this film was like. Um, I think he was researching something, and he he realized that all of, not all, but for the most part, a lot of uh, fantastic uh, life-changing discoveries were, you know, found by accident. Mm-hmm. That's really what he wanted to illustrate here. And just, like, the authentic uh, uh, having to deal with, like, 
that knowledge, having to deal with yeah. that control and that power in, in a realistic manner. Yeah. yeah. Which we all would be, right? Like, I was immediately, like, during the movie, I'm like, don't fuck around with time travel. Yeah. It's the one thing I would tell myself, never do it. Yeah. And even then, I was, like, giving – I was giving myself leniency because they decide to fuck around with the lottery early. They're like, let's mm-hmm. fuck around with the lottery, see if we can win. Let's play or some bets on some games. Market. Yeah, stock yeah. markets. They do the whole gambit. And they're like, we win the money. They're very happy. They're very ecstatic. But even then, I would be like, do not fuck around with time travel. Everything <laughs> I've read, everything I've seen has told me if you mess around with time travel, you're going to end up in a bad place. Yeah. So just don't do it. I'm pretty sure Jordan Peele's going to show us that pretty soon. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for us. Like, I don't think it's going to happen in us. No, oh, not, you mean about uh, Twilight, Twilight Zone? Yeah. No, yeah. I was but thinking of well. I found out that he's just remaking things. I don't think there's any new. It looks, it looks like there's got to be some new. Uh, I don't know. There's a thing on the plane. Uh, that's all right. I'll watch that. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Us, though, is, is oh, somehow I, tied to Get Out. I'm waiting for Us. That's going to happen. Nice if he yeah. pulls an M night. Yeah, next month. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, what if uh, it could very well involved time travel if we see you know, i don't know doubles. i think it's more cloning you know in time yeah. travel that's just me with the rabbits more fantastical maybe yep i just want to see like uh what's her name uh, uh lupita run around like this yeah in the hallway naruto style <laughs> be careful oh, 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 oh. oh i can't wait i'm gonna oh, be like yeah. yes lupita slay me anyways oh. back to the movie um they're betting on things and obviously things aren't going well but they realize that they can go back in time and right. i forget which one says aaron or the other one they're like oh it's just an electric shock when you wake up and uh, abe says that abe yeah. says that but when aaron wakes up he's he like does. that's way fucking more than an so, electric shock because yeah, abe's gone through it before yeah are we to assume abe has been working on this whole thing the whole yeah time? i i think Without Aaron Because knowing. he's there Pretty beforehand, much. right? And he's yeah. like, oh, Aaron will build the box or whatever. He'll mess it up. So well, I think Aaron and Abe are both like working on the box, but then Abe actually figures out how it works before Faster. Aaron does. Yeah. So like that causes him to like not rent out the actual thing and then I think they did that together. Yeah. But but he but Aaron's shocked by that though. But yeah. in the present, Aaron is shocked by that, right? I think Aaron so- is just shocked that because they, they did plan on building a bigger box. Yeah. And, yeah. and they they came up with the whole storage thing um, like the two of them did uh, together. So I, I don't think they're shocked by that. I think yeah, I think. But Aaron's it has the whole shocked. moment of the, like the both of them sitting down and looking at it, though. Sitting down and looking at the store, like in the storage yeah. room. Yeah, remember when they first opened it up and they discovered like the whole thing and then they're like both looking at it, kind of like jaw drop. Yeah. Towards, so it's like, did like their future hmm. selves build this? I think that was like their first self. Maybe we can say that Abe went back again or did something like without Aaron's permission, right? When he wasn't watching. This is why it confuses me. <laughs> it could happen, think, or he could have been a good actor and just been in the moment, right? I think Abe definitely did. Uh, he this because we he we tried know, the time travel. Yeah, definitely. we we know at this point that Abe's already tried this and he's yeah. already bringing Aaron into this. Yeah. So Aaron, had, Aaron, present Aaron has no idea about this at all. I think present Aaron, he knows about the box and everything. He even kind of knows about the time travel. He just doesn't know. He that doesn't know Abe... about the storage device. He doesn't. Know I think the... he does though. Yeah, I think he but, does too. But how? Because oh, he has mean, that three second like right, feed, okay, right? I mean, he's. Oh no no okay I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was <laughs> when, when he first sees it. Yeah, he, he they they uh, think about the storage together. They settle on that, but then Aaron doesn't know that there's already a box in there. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, when yeah. he sees like 
the other version of a walking yeah, sign. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. how come I see you over there? Right. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> Yeah. This is why this is why it's so like mind fuckery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean? So they do it successfully once and they wait in the hotel room and they're kinda like shooting shit, like, yeah. you know, not getting involved with anyone, which is the good thing to do, testing it out. Yeah. And then they talk it over with Aaron's wife, uh, Kara. Yeah, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Like, and know, Kara's like, Well, you would do this, my my husband the hero, like <laughs> discover time travel or whatever. But this is all hypothetical, it didn't really happen. But meanwhile, the two on the sofa are like this did really happen. What, where yeah, do we once, go from here? she leaves the room, they're like, uh, no, we can't We can't actually do that. We can't go back in time just to punch your, uh, the guy you have beef with. Yeah. So, which is uh, Platts, Joseph Platts. Yeah. Like an investment guy that had screwed them over before with one of their inventions or something. Mm-hmm. And we get the obvious time travel like uh, topic of paradoxes. Like, yeah. can we be in the same place at the same time? And we get They're like trying to avoid that. Yeah, we get phone conversations where the phone only calls by certain areas, and of course my phone is answering now, but it's yeah. my other self answering the what, same phone. Which I really like. Yeah. yeah. These are the kind of questions that I really love being asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome to hear. Yep. It's um yeah, I just wish more movies like really didn't try to simplify for the audience. Um yep. that they took more cues from this one, or they just assumed the audience was intelligent and asked Pretty much just the proper question. I yeah. Can't, I can't believe Hot Top Time Machine never touched on the <laughs> subject. Gee, <laughs> I wonder why, right? Um, Abe wants to tell Philip and the others, but Aaron is against it. He's like, don't tell those people. Yeah. This is our thing. We'll give them the rights and everything, the money to that. But first, let's test it out a little bit first. And I was like, mm-hmm. no. yeah, there's, there's no other reason to bring other people in on this. I mean, at the same, it, it's a scary situation. I don't know what I would do in this situation because I. First off, wouldn't go back in time. That's what I, a I wouldn't do. The more people you tell, oh, the crazier I'll, it gets, I'll, I'll right? Exactly. And we find yeah. out. I am surprised at how quickly they were just to be like, oh yeah, let's just let's put ourselves, our bodies, into the box. Like not That's like a hamster happens. or yeah. a raccoon. It's yeah. like let's do us first. And yeah. I said, I said, I've seen enough Cronenberg films I, to I know. Was, David, I was surprised. David Boy, David Bowie was smart <laughs> enough to put that cat in, in yeah. the time machine and see what the hell's going to happen. I, I assume it just wasn't in the budget. Oh, by the way, I did want to ask, uh, how much do you think this movie was made for? Like, what do you think the budget for oh, this film was? Oh, under a million. One million dollars. Uh, under a million. Yeah. Under a million. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I say a dollar, Alex, right? Yeah, I was like, we're doing prices very Yeah. Much. Um, do you have a number in mind? <laughs> Two dollars, Matt. You know, let's let's say three quarters of a million. So seventy-five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. This was made for seven thousand dollars. Wow! That is like fuck you, John. <laughs> I said two dollars. <laughs> that is like you can save up for a few months. Yeah. At work and I have that now. Office. We can make this movie, guys. <laughs> yeah, let's right. go. Exactly. Oh, it's it's bonkers to me. That's yeah. I like it. No, I, I liked it too. I was very engaged. It, it was it was surprising for it me. It holds up well, even in you know late 20, 2019, early yeah. twenty nineteen. And we brought up me. Where are we? <laughs> we brought up Mad Nye's Vendetta. Whenever we play Jackbox, I'm like, Matt, don't take the money, please don't. I won't take the money. And then I always take the money. And then Matt dies. Uh, I don't take the money. Right. <laughs> And then, you know, it was more of that dynamic going on. It's like, don't time travel back, Matt. I won't. And I you told keep him, the money. You keep the money. Oh, Oscar. You keep the money. Oh, Oscar. Oh, Susie. I pet the kitty. <laughs> oh. Um. Anyways, I want to remind you it's 5 o'clock now. 
I've got some time. All right, Ooh. here we go. I love that. So they find out they're bleeding in this new. Yes. They well, wake Aaron up. Is. Yeah, Aaron. Well, both of them are kind of sorry. Well, no, we, just Aaron. Just Aaron. Well, Aaron's we find that out a little bit later on. That why was Aaron, Aaron just? Well, oh, he, he's also wearing this earbud that we, oh, yeah. that we kind of pick up on. That's true. That's true. But you're not, you're not sure why. I don't know. Playing. He was bleeding I, a lot. That's I'm, what I knew. He I'm was pretty, using a whole towel. I'm pretty, he, he's just listened to albums. I mean, obviously, he's gone back in time more yep. times. Ah, exactly. Yeah, because I know that from Maduka Makuka when you no, do. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. On. he's just listening to Driving. Hey, anime's fall. taught me good. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Maduka Makuka would never lie to yeah. me. Aaron has gone in time, gone back in time more times than Aaron. We're back, a dinosaur story. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I missed a, the movie. A singing John Goodman. Oh my God! Turn <laughs> back the clock. <laughs> oh, we need to watch that. I need to find a Blu-ray copy well, well, of that. You know, you know what? I'm saying it right now. We'll animation. An animation. Model. We need to. Yeah, Ooh. I've got tons of animated. Oh, movies. I already got a pick. All right. Oh, we want to save it until then. Well, well, we're gonna have an animation. Well, Don't worry. Yeah, but right now time travel. Yes, time travel. Yes. Um, but he was. A lot. He was using that whole towel. Which oh, yeah. comes up blood. You know, which is good because after the first time that he experiences, or, or like he says, like don't involve me with this again. But obviously, right, yeah. curiosity killed the cat. Here. Yeah. Oh yeah. And which Phil- I think is like a good change for his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Philip and Robert are back and working or whatever, and we get this scene with Aaron and Abe in a hotel room, and they go. Oh, what do you think the hotel staff thinks that we're six hours alone in a room every day? And I went, I know what I'm thinking. Oh, I don't man. know about y'all. There's some. They're throwing. They're throwing a football back and forth. I'm like, oh, this is real bros being bros moment for this, six hours, this is right? Where I really see the Sodenberg uh, yeah. stuff really take light here. I, even yeah. even earlier on when they see like they're like in their office workspaces, like yeah, I'm really seeing some like you know uh, contagion stuff here. Like mm. uh, really, really some of the. Uh, Soderbergh's kind of best, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, well, going off of the uh, erotic stuff, <laughs> oh. I have a few lines written down that we've uh, we've gone through so far in the plot, which is, uh, let's see, this was, oh, I think this was back when they were in the garage, maybe. Or no, this was when... Uh, oh, Aaron, it was starting from the moment one. <laughs> it was first showing Aaron the fungus. He was like a... You want to see something weird? Yeah, and I was like, unzip fly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Two well, inches. The porn writes itself. <laughs> uh, a little bit later, when uh, when Aaron is on the bench and Abe comes forward to him, he's like, you know, you could skip work. Blah, blah, blah. Would you promise me to skip work if I show you the most important thing any living organism has witnessed? <laughs> Unzips fly. My dick. Yeah. My dick is a weeble. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, these nuts from <laughs> Velvet Butt Saw comes in. It's these. These nuts. What do you see? Uh, these nuts. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, I have. There's yeah. one more, which is. Oh no, these. Oh, this isn't actually erotic. Yeah, the uh, the next erotic thing was when they were actually poking fun at themselves, and they were like, "Oh, what do you think the storage guy <laughs> thinks when we come in here and he never sees us leave yeah. at a hotel receptionist <laughs> when we come?" Two yeah. guys in the middle six of the hours? Mm-hmm. six hours mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and then leave every day. Uh, but yeah, and then you know we do see them in the hotel. They're making money. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're they're making the money. money. Where is the money? Is it a dime? Oh, oh. shut up! I'm rubbing the dirt off. Oh, it's a quarter. Forty ah! second Street, realness, right there. Forty second Street. Uh, the lullaby of Broadway. I've always wanted to do that show. 
Yeah. Ooh. I think we would be tough competition for that role. Would we? Yeah. Would we be like the oldest? I mean, I would be the ingenue, let's be honest. Yeah, the oldest, <laughs> the oldest, I got it, son! I would be the old eccentric uh, billionaire. Yeah, well, that's our Broadway cast soon to come, right? Anyway, Matt doesn't yeah. know what we're talking yeah. about. I have no clue. That's okay. It's like Brian all over. Musical May is coming soon. Oh, we'll, no. we'll discuss soon. Are Musical May! It's May! City of Stars! We did La La Land. We're not doing that shit again. We can do it again. No. The only musical I know. Ugh. You know uh, more. Um, a movie too. All right. So how do phones work? We get this whole conversation where yep, yep. one of them gets their call from their significant other. Rachel calls. Yeah, it's and, interesting. The first time yeah. they go through uh, this day, the yep. first time they experience that, Aaron gets a phone call in the hotel. And he answers it. Everything's fine. Blah, blah, blah. But then Abe goes, you need to dump your phone. Like, you can't bring it with you because... Um, setting a reminder. <laughs> because when they experience the day again, after going through the box and after time traveling, if he receives that call, they don't know how it's going to impact the timeline or reality. Because then that would mean that the original way they experience the day is Abe's double, or Aaron's double, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, will not receive the call, which means the hotel scene will play out differently, and we don't know what repercussions that might have. Yeah. It could be like a butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Now, and I, I've seen that movie, and it's awful, I, so we don't want it to end up I don't that. think it's that yeah. Mark, you are so delusional. I need to fix this, bad. son. It it's horrible. Ethan Suplee is, is actually really laughable in that movie. Oh. Yeah, I've seen the Scrubs parody of it. It's a that horrible movie. Is a Scrubs parody of the butterfly <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't remember that episode. That's a very deep episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. I gotta watch this now. Uh, so how I have how do cell phones work and then hoodlums setting off alarms on the street? Yeah. Yep. And that kind of uh, inspires all the pieces to come crumbling down. That yeah, it's actually fall. little slugger. Oh, uh, little sluggers. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're calling them now? No, little sluggers? it's paranoia agents. Oh, uh, I don't know. Koichi. Oh, Koichi. It's time to go to school. Oh. Well, that was a messed up episode. Yeah. Ever, what? You anime files out there, go watch her. Gotta name. stop tacking file onto everything, I like Mark. It. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> it sounds a little dirty. <laughs> um, these hoodlums are setting off the car alarms, which wakes up Abe, and that yep. sets off a whole catastrophic chain yep. of events. Abe calls Aaron to come over, and then he's like, well, I'm already up. Yeah. What if we try your idea to go back and punch Joseph Platts in mm-hmm. the face? And then... They find out Rachel's dad is in the car following yep. them. They go to do this plan. Yeah. And then, oh, and then they, they just, like, want to scare away the children from uh, starting the alarm. Yeah. The new reality so that the yeah. real Abe gets a full, full night's sleep. sleep. hmm Yeah. Yeah. And Rachel's dad is following yeah, like, them kind of following them yeah he was, like waiting outside their house and yeah so in one timeline maybe he caught on to the shenanigans that was going on and yeah, tried to stop I, them i think what well they don't know for sure and the movie does address that well they say no he's not know. clean shaven yeah. and he was the day they saw them they, yeah they address uh they figure that there must have been some time travel going on but they don't know why this guy yeah. who Mr. Like, Granger really yeah. Mr. Granger I have such doubts about time travel <laughs> oh, cut your nails <laughs> you cut your nails you pedophile <laughs> Oh, if only I could play Sister Aloysius someday in my life. Oh, she goes back in time. Or she goes... Oh, yeah, she, she goes, goes forward. forward. She goes time. into the future. I, he never touched any of those 
<laughs> we need to watch Doubt with Amy Adams and Meryl Streep so you get all oh, yeah. our jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Philip, Philip oh, Seymour oh, Hoffman. Oh, right. Amy Adams would never want to be on this podcast. Nicest oh. woman in Hollywood would never want to oh, be on thank this podcast. you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I hate it. Yeah, thank you. I hate it. <laughs> oh, this looks like garbage. No, thank you. Yeah. Oh, Amy Adams. Oh, I love you. She's not. Is she nominated again this year? No. What's she been in? She's been in nothing. There's, so, there's someone who's nominated this year again. She I'm was like, in a Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. She was in Justice League. So no. So no, yeah. No way, was she? she there was, was someone. Justice. We'll find out tomorrow. There was someone she, who was nominated that I was she, like, what are you doing back here? Who showed you? She was like the plan B in Justice League. Yeah, that's true. And it never worked out. Yeah. Huh. She was doing puff pieces. Yeah. So Mr. Granger's on the yeah. following them, and, and they're like, you, you figure like they don't know why he knows about the time yeah. travel, but clearly he does. Yeah. And they're figuring like maybe sometime in the future one of us told him. Mm-hmm. So they home phone call him and get the real Mr. Granger yeah. in the present. Yeah. So there, there's a double. Yeah. And then they hunt him down, and he's. Well, Dead? Oh, he gets out of his car. Yeah. And then Aaron comes out of his car. Hey, hey like, what are you doing here? Yeah. I slipped. What are you doing? Yeah. Get out of here. It becomes that episode of... Uh, to Catch a Predator. No. Oh, I was going to say uh, True Detective when they're running uh, through that whole house. Yeah. I haven't seen that's, True Detective. Say, it's fine. You, know you could spoil. Yeah. yeah. That's... Man, yeah. talk about like a one-shot take. That's more yeah. like Lynchian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was very Lynchian. If I bring that up, there was a lot of That's camera right. angles that I was like, "Oh, I see. Nice. Yeah. Mm, I see." And then I guess he falls into a coma. Or yeah, yeah. Maybe. I thought he was dead in this timeline, and they went back, and he was in a coma, but no, I wasn't no, sure. He, okay, he's in a coma in this timeline. All right. Um, once Aaron like beats the fuck. Well, he tripped yeah. apparently, or yeah, maybe Aaron, Mr. Granger beat the shit out of him. Aaron tripped while chasing him, and we don't really know what happened to Mr. Granger. You just assume like Hermione Granger. Kind of, kind of like by some weird coincidence, they say like maybe it was something recursive, yeah, involving like, time travel that let involved the uh, or something like causative, causative mm-hmm. that was messed up that made him like. Comatose. Basically, yeah. yeah, like, unable to cope with this reality. Yeah, which I could see. It's more time travel logic, but it's a better time travel than the Kingdom Hearts franchise, I'll give you that. I, I bet. <laughs> Way better. Um, And obviously he's in a comatose state, and they mm-hmm. say, we gotta kill Mr. Granger, right? <laughs> yeah. they, they, they try to keep him alive. They tr- but they it's, do, it's but, but... But why, since this would be... Because I, they I don't want that factor in it, right? Because it's also this relationship, like, that's his lover that yeah, he's dealing with, and her father. Her right? lover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is supposed. This yeah. is supposedly a future version of uh, his right. father, so it wouldn't really have any ramifications on that timeline. Because well, it's it time, because it's it time depend, like, It depends, though. Because this timeline doesn't exist yet, though. I I don't know because I think they merge at some point, right? It's possible. It depends if. If, like, and the audience the real... listening is like drinking their beer casually, yeah. like, what the they're, fuck they're, is going on? No one at home has any idea what we're talking about right <laughs> it now. It depends okay. if in the real world, like, Mr. Ranger still time travels. Yeah. If he still gets into the box, then oh, that's like, like, the, like literally like his yeah. Like, yeah. There's a possibility he's actually from the past. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And so this would have some, like, like, like maybe this. Evidently, this would cause them to maybe not exist at the same time. Maybe. I think Mr. Granger's there just to give us more like time travel lore, like to make us ask more questions about ourselves well, in the first is, place. It is the impetus for Abe to use his failsafe machine. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> the that, magical that's... Mr. Magorium and his magical failsafe emporium. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it gets murky. Yeah, that's oh, where I was like, murky, shit, yes. come on, you were so good. Yeah. Nine tenths through the movie. I had it. <laughs> Oh, no. um, Mr. Granger, they actually do kill him. They give him... No, no, they, not they, yet? They, no, I they thought not. they killed him. It's a coma. No. It's a coma. They put him into, like, a deep coma. 
Isn't that yeah. technically death? Though? They, they have him up. in a storage unit. <laughs> they wake him up for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, they don't. Well, he wakes up though, and nope. he he hesitates. No, that's not him. <sighs> what? Yeah, yeah. Even I gotta when, watch this twenty-minute video. Even when you were watching, you were like, "Oh, that looks like a younger. It looks too young to be." Yeah, young. that's what I was yeah. saying. No, that's actually Abe. Oh, oh that's the original Abe. Oh. So the Abe that we were watching the whole movie uses the failsafe machine to, go to back travel to... back Monday before... Oh, and then and then Spike his... Aaron spikes his... Th- well, no, yeah, that's yep. Aaron. This, yeah. Yeah. See, this is where it really gets confused. Aaron spikes his milk and yeah. then drags him upstairs and then the other one kills yeah. him. That's Aaron. Mm. Yeah. All three Aarons are still alive, though. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> there are yeah. two Aarons that are alive. Yeah. The first Aaron, like, uh, drugs the original Aaron. Yeah. Um... While he's in bed, so that the new Aaron doesn't want time travel to ever like be a thing. We yeah, get that like kind of in the closing yeah. sequence. He says, um, "We need to go off and like find our own life and stuff like that." Oh, sorry, fuck, I meant Abe. Abe, that's what <laughs> I thought you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry. Abe's Oof. like, I don't want you to involve. You go off, Aaron, and do your oh, whole God, life. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. Abe doesn't want time travel to be a thing. He says he'll he'll keep watching over them. the original Abe mm-hmm. to make sure that his box never works. He'll just think it's like a gimmick and give it up. Yeah. So, but that's further ahead in the movie, right? Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't saying, Mr. Like, Granger. Uh, he's comatose. Yeah. Kill the A, but we get that flash forward first. Um, we get that Aaron has a three-second lead on the future with his earpiece that yeah. he always has in, in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's how he knows things are going to happen, certain conversations yeah. are going to play and that's out. that's why he always has that earbud in. Yeah, so and that really, makes sense. The, the version of Aaron that we're seeing throughout most of the movie is Ahead. the newest version yeah. of Aaron. yeah. Like, he's just acting the whole time. Yeah. Like, when Abe tells him about the machine and everything, like, this Aaron already knows about it. He's used it yeah. already. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to, he's recorded all the dialogue, and he's trying to keep it uh, going at the, the in the same way as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is why things get a little uh, different and murkier later on. Yeah, and they find out they can't write. They can't write the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their there's words not, are in their head, but they don't come out. There's not really an explanation for that. Yeah, well, it's I guess that's one of the, the defects of time travel. Yeah, right? yeah. I can't read good. <laughs> I can't read very good, but I try. Yep. Or I can write cat, but it looks like crap. Oh, uh, Mimsy. <laughs> do, I, do I do get the three star? <laughs> Goodness. Um, yeah, and then that, there's... That, oh, being, well, that being a side effect yeah. is uh, one theory. Another one is that early in the movie, <laughs> when they're first messing with this like, anti-gravitational thing, they put their hands over. Yeah, the and that box. would fuck it up, right? And so, people, and he goes, "Oh, it didn't hurt," and just reacting to it, right? Yeah, yeah. And s- some people think that, like, after they've time traveled, their mind is like one second ahead of their actual motor wow. skills. Wow, this movie deep though. Yeah. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. I oh, if you oh, there's a little bit more too. Oh my. Yeah, God. this is the point that I didn't get to. Well, oh, this is yeah. Uh, before we go there, there is a little bit of uh, hidden stuff that I, I didn't know about until recently when I was researching it. I mean, none of this is confirmed, but they're good theories. The whole reason behind the name... Are they the game names, theories? Aaron, no, no. <laughs> the, the whole reason behind the names Aaron and Abe. Yeah. Aaron. They're both biblical, right? No. No? They both well, are, not though. That. Yeah. That's possible. Abraham and Aaron. <laughs> I don't but, think there's um, an Aaron in the Bible. I think there's an Aaron. I don't, in the Bible. I don't remember an Aaron for what it's worth. With two A's, there's got to be some Bible involved there, right? Know. Only the devil would give us two A's. Maybe yeah. they're alcoholics. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, 
thank you, one star reviewer. <laughs> I don't mind if I do. You, you guys are actually globbing onto it. AA yeah. and Aaron is uh, kind of representative of when they were first showing that parabolic, yeah. uh, the way it works, yeah. the whole time travel thing with the Weeble. So leaving like, A point, and A. Point, yeah, a, point, point A, point A. Point a. Mm. So Aaron, AA, and Abe. AB. <gasps> yeah. It all doesn't make sense <laughs> now, but I, I get it. Yeah. I, I, think they, I think there was consideration possibly in that way. I like it. I don't really know how it all ties together. Mm. Um, but there is... Some consideration to Abe's last name, definitely, which we do hear as it's he's right like, in the storage unit. What, what's the? It's like, it's Folger. It's no? Turger. Turger. Which is a weird fucking name. That's a scientific yeah. term, isn't it? I've heard that before. Turgid. Like, hmm. well, <laughs> we've heard like that before. This guy. Detergent. Yeah. Oh, well, if you erect, if you, and he even spells it out. Turger. T e r g e. Are. <laughs> you can't spell. <laughs> yeah, I can't spell good. Hey, I'm one second behind. Hey, is there, hey, mom, do I have my helmet? If you spell that backwards, it's R E G Regrets. 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 It all makes Ooh. sense. Uh, I was close. It's like oh. red rum. Yeah. Red rum. Yeah. Red rum. We watched that movie. That's another podcast. Ooh. Three hours set aside, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I was drunk. I think it was pretty good. But... Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the episode. Regret. So does yeah. Abe regret all he's I mean, done? Clearly, he does. He's trying to stop. He went it. back in time and changed his last now. name to be what that reverse. <laughs> what? Well, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there is some foreshadowing there. Wow. Yeah, so there's there's some consideration that uh, Shankaroth devoted to stuff like this. So we're almost we're almost through. But explain this to me. Oh yeah. There is a gunfight that happens at this one scene you of the party. Okay, corral. And I was I was a weird. little I was a little weird and I was like okay Aaron wants to stop someone doing something is yeah. it Aaron or is it because he invited well, this friend to the party or whatever I did not know what was this is the only part of the movie where I was lost it is Ra- kind of strange Rachel's ex boyfriend yeah, yeah. that we meet Bra- in one scene Bra- brings a shock uh, we're told this through the other two uh, startup friends yeah <laughs> startup friends who, who, Robert who, and Phyllis. yeah who were like. Yeah, Rachel's ex-boyfriend brought a gun to uh, her birthday. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, and then somehow this turns into a chain of events. Yeah. Somehow, I just yeah. don't understand. And I don't think we're supposed because to Because there's, like, but... there's like nothing happens, and like, how come I wasn't at this birthday party? Because she's my wife. Right. Right. It's a little yeah. weird. Yeah. So, Aaron does mention... I, I believe he's been to that party at least three times. The first, well, the <laughs> first time he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, I think he says, and he heard like, about it, he right? Says, like when I wasn't there, mm-hmm. nothing happened. Mm-hmm. No shots were fired. When he charged at him, nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second time I was there, I rushed at him. Still, no shots were yeah. fired, and it was fine. Um, and then I think you know that guy, the crazy ex-boyfriend with the shotgun. What they're trying to do the last time when they both time traveled together to get to this party, Aaron, well, Aaron has the idea, and Abe kind of goes along with it. They want this guy to not just, like, not do anything. They want him to be locked up. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't want him to be a trouble to Rachel, like, ever at some point in the future. Because mm-hmm. um, you you basically just don't want this guy around on the streets. You, never, you don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. And so that's why they come up with this, like, ultimate plan to really put him away while also ensuring that he doesn't do anything. But they also can't mess it up so that he 
actually fires it. Mm -hmm. But they, it seems to be a pretty safe plan. Um, I, I think it's kind of weird how they get to that point. Like, you do see Aaron kind of bring it up. He, I think he puts the whole thing in motion. Yeah. I don't think uh, Rachel's ex-boyfriend would have been there had Aaron not been talking to uh, his co-worker... Rob, I think. Robert? I don't know. I think uh, it's somebody oh, else. Oh, it's who he was playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. The guy that was Shooting some people. Together. Yeah. Um, upside out. Yeah. Upside out of school. Apparently, <laughs> uh, Rachel ex Rachel's ex-boyfriend <laughs> is the baller guy's cousin. That's what it seems like. I'm not supposed to learn that. That was more complicated than the time travel in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, they do. They mention it on the basketball court, but yeah. So Aaron goes up to him. He's like, oh, well, hey, Rachel's going to be there. Like, you guys should come. Let Bring your gun. Yeah. Wink. A little bit. So I'm not entirely sure why that happens. Like, for a little bit, I thought maybe Aaron or, like, maybe a different version of Aaron just kind of mentioned this in order to, like, be a hero. Like, I think he just wanted to... Maybe because Rachel's like, that's it. my hero, right? He has a hero complex going on, maybe. Possible, yeah. But but now, once they're, like, together, once Abe and Aaron go through this, uh, once they're both at the party and try to stop and everything, I do think it's just to, like, make sure that this guy gets locked away. Yeah. So that he's he's not an issue in the future. Okay. But it's, it's a little weird. Yeah. You gotta so, say. So Aaron stops the gunman. Yep. During this timeline that we see. And then we get immediately flash forward to like the ending of the film, right? So yeah. Aaron wants to leave and Abe wants to stay and watch over the people mm -hmm. that have been there. And Aaron right. accuses Abe of like wanting his family. Like, yeah. Wanting that security wanting Which isn't a bad thing, but yeah. We get we get that dichotomy of who's evil, who's good, who's doing the right thing, who's doing the wrong thing. Yeah. If only they would have just spooned, right? Come on, that's all I, I mean, wanted. Who needs your family? Yeah. Is, is Aaron looking to like put all this behind him? Or, or oh no, he's making was, a new, bigger, that's, better that's time what machine. I was yeah, he was getting the Frenchman on it, right? He's like, "Parlez-vous time machine?" Mais oui. Who's to say that these two aren't going at it like a Rabbits? Uh, no, <laughs> I was gonna say a whole big time travel war between all their past and future selves. Marvel. Yeah, I mean, hey, you never see when Endgame comes out. Oh, I mean, when Ant Man saves the world. I was yeah, intrigued, like this. Yeah. Oh, it He's, got me, and I don't know why. He set it up for a sequel. Like Matt, <laughs> stop a... winning. <laughs> like, calm yeah. down. Yeah, this movie, I'm into it. It's it's very very. And it's like not too long, not too short. It's it's not it's, so engaging, but engaging. It's like right? the most clever student film I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, kudos a, to director dude. A plus. <laughs> a plus plus. Oh, I'm very plus 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 plus. That's for next Christmas. Save it. C plus. C plus. A red rider, carbon action, BB gun with a handle on a stock. I gotta go back in time. Yeah. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. I'll, like, I'll find out like sitting on that toilet. Clarence, I want to go back in time. <laughs> uh, if I could turn back time. If I could find a way. I mean, they, I mean, they sound alike, so who knows? They, they really do. But I enjoyed it, and Aaron, is. turns out he's in some French-speaking country. Yeah. And I mean, he's building a new 
a, bigger a box. warehouse sized yeah. box. Damn. But with what what rights? Who's like giving him like the leeway saying you can build this? You he can, can build whatever you want. He can time job. Right. He got all up here, baby. Yeah, he has the money. He just hires his <laughs> We're in the money. Like, Don't ask any questions. Just and build this I, for me. I could have sworn at one point they said they have like their their time machine that they could fold up. Yeah. They, yes. they oh, work. yeah, the coffin size. Did he do that just yes. so he could go back again? No. So, oh, Aaron, that's you're, you're time traveling with a time machine. That's yep, what I yep. thought what would the be. The, like, he tricked uh, him into time traveling with a time machine. That's how what I thought. Crazy is that what that? happened? It was, okay, so I'm pretty sure what happened oh. is Aaron, he discovers Abe's failsafe machine <laughs> in the warehouse. Yeah. Because he sees that Abe rents it out two rooms. So he goes and finds the other room with the failsafe, and he knows immediately like what that's for. Because you see that it's been running since before the box that they've been using in the movie has been running. Yeah. So you could go farther back to that point in time. Abe is counting on that so that he could stop all the time traveling from ever happening in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because he sees it's not worth it, everything's going wrong. But since Aaron discovers it first. Aaron discovers it first. And... Aaron brings the the like original box that they use with him mm-hmm. to the past, and he use he uses the failsafe, goes as far back as possible, mm-hmm. and the box that he brings with him he sets up as the new failsafe that Abe thinks is the original failsafe. Oh, I believe. Yeah. So then Abe... Yeah, is watching the wrong box the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It Abe, makes sense. It makes Abe sense. Abe thinks he's going as far back as possible to stop the whole thing, but in reality, Aaron... Has already done one it. step further, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yes. Man, which one of you petty bitches would fuck me up in this time? Uh, I don't know. a fucking bastard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but he's not... I mean, he is, and I feel for Abe a little bit more, but at the same time, I don't feel bad for Aaron because Why? he's just... I don't know. Like, I get... I, he I, wants to forward this technology. I do like. I do think the movie like endears us to Aaron. Yeah, for a, first, for a while, and then switches it yeah. up on us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This movie is so complex in just yeah. seventy minutes. And I, I gotta say, I do really love like the final interaction when they're at the airport and yeah. Abe is explaining everything that happens. He's mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, Abe is watching the original, or kind of the original Aaron and Abe. Um, new Abe is watching them, and he's like." You know, I'm just going to stop the time machine. I'm going to stop the box from ever uh, happening. I'm cutting wires. They're just not going to think anything of it. And they'll, mm-hmm. they'll go on. They'll move it onto something else. They're still friends. Yeah. I like how Abe is watching, like, these two people while they're still friends. And he acknowledges that. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the real master timeline, the, <laughs> like, the omniscient timeline. Yeah. Their, like, their friendship is irreparably broken. Yeah. Like, they're... They, they they don't even want to see each other, each other again. again. So I really like how Abe is still. He's not holding on to it, but he acknowledges like if before any of this happened, they were still friends. Yeah, it's so complex because towards the end of this movie, and it has to come towards like once they get to the party scene. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, ex-boyfriend with the shotgun, I'm like saying, which version of these people are they talking to with one another? Yeah, and and it's like, is this future Aaron talking to past Abe mm-hmm. right now? And I it's, think it's the most future version of both of them. It's, I think it's, so too. 
it's so bewildering. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. Yeah. It, it really, it's making me think. It really makes me want to go back and, and watch it again. Yeah. Just I'm glad. piece together. Oh. Like, I'm going to have the, the Charlie Day. Right. Like, yeah. like, like, like it who, was who, the mailman. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> Carol, Carol. There's no Carol. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, with that, oh, man. final thoughts and pizza rating. Oh God, Fred, with the pizza rating. Oh, I yeah. never I, forget the pizza I, I, rating book. Oh, okay. well, I guess I'll go first then. Okay. Matt, this was a pleasant surprise that I heard about on the internet and from my snobbery film critics channels I'm on the glad. YouTube. And I'm glad I finally got to watch it. Um, it was well-deserved, well-thought. I love anything when it's good time travel, when it's mm. bad time travel. That will obviously show, and I will admit it. This was good time travel, Ooh, and it's I'm making glad. me think, and I cannot wait to watch some YouTube videos on this theory. Yes. Um, I will give it, not the perfect, because it was not my choice, and I only <laughs> rate what I rate, perfect, perfect. I will give it seven out of eight pizza slices. Ooh, that's awesome. That is high. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's an honor right there. <laughs> uh, it's very much a movie I wasn't expecting to watch today. Uh, it's 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 very clever. It's more clever than I thought it was going to be. Nice. Uh, con- even concerning the history of uh, of this uh, this man, this writer, director, actor, who is this man? Let's give him a name. Producer. What's the Sh- name? Shane. Shane. Shane Kurth. It's, it's a quite impressive man, and and he's <laughs> a big man, and deserves much more credit than credit is due. Uh, mm. I, I will imagine, and uh, he's very smart. Uh, this movie's very complex. It deserves a rewatch for all the right reasons. Yeah, nice. and it is time travel done right. And if you didn't get our podcast, please watch the movie. Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're I'm not even sure we got it. Yeah, uh, completely. Um, yes, I'm right there with John. Seven out of ten pizza slices. Wow. Seven out of ten. Seven out of eight. Seven out of eight. Exactly. I'm sorry, I forgot. When there's not <laughs> ten slices in a pizza. I forget. I'm ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean ridiculous? You guys enforce this every you episode. Not enforcing. You, hey, decide, you decide to. I it. did no. I said I'd stick with it. I'll, you guys brought I'll it up. Ownership. Yeah, Matt. Matt did it. I love Let's go back in the timeline and kill him, Quicker. so we don't have any pizza Quick ratings to anymore. The yeah. Oh, I. I mean, I've I've gone on about this movie. I'm just in awe of a lot of it. Like, I, I can't give it an 8 because I don't think it's... Why can't you? I do it! Know. I gave it for Harold and Maude, I think. Mm, I don't no, remember. No. But no. Were we on pizza readings at that point? Uh, I think it was after that, to be honest <laughs> with you, but I'm not uh, sure. It's like, I, I can't really find anything wrong with it. Oh, shoot, you know what? <laughs> Do it, Matt. No points. Give it a full mark. Maybe I'll regret this, and maybe, maybe I'll turgid this in the future. Turgid. Oh, I'm turgid as we speak. When you're finally working in your garage, you're working on that box. If that's the case, I'll just come back and uh, take care of myself. But <laughs> for now, I'm gonna give it. Oh, I'm gonna give it a day. Wow! <laughs> you know the production, just everything that went into it. I just, I, like I said, this man is inspiration. We need to make this movie, guys. We're three so people. Good. We three brains has to be smarter than one brain. Oh, oh. <laughs> Come on. <Depends laughs> Two peakings 
Eight out of eight. I think this might be our highest rated movie yet. Yeah. Matt, you're know. slaying the game. Oh, no. Oh. Moonstruck, you gave eight. You gave eight, I believe. Did I, I, maybe. I gave it less than an eight, though. I don't, I don't, I don't know. think I would give I Moonstruck know, we, an eight. I don't know if we gave it a perfect score. Mm. We'll have well, to re-listen. We were, we were well, audience, why don't you leave us a good <laughs> yeah. review and well, listen to those episodes again to remind us. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I think I'm satisfied, right? So where can yeah. our audience find us? Well, for now I am here, but who knows <laughs> what timeline, where or when you'll be. I'm not sure which of me is speaking this, but I I am Matt. Arabic. Oh, he did that backwards uh, thing. I'm, I'm Cat Mabrera. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? I'm Nothinage. Oh, wait, Come on. Was, was, that, was that your Star Wars emulator name where you just <laughs> oh god, you just randomize a bunch of letters? Ooh, or uh, like Childish Gambino's uh, Wu-Tang name generator? Yeah. Oh, don't bring up Childish Gambino. He mm. said Darth Vader is worse than uh, Kylo Ren. Mm. What about the Organization well, 13 name generator? <laughs> just puts an X in your name. I didn't even know somewhere. that was a thing. Google it. You'll have fun. <laughs> You'll be Mark X. <laughs> Karzawar. <laughs> Nothanajuks. <laughs> yeah, yep. you came at that quick. Um, Japan's weird. <laughs> He's done this before. Yeah, maybe this isn't my first timeline. Mm-hmm. And you can find me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind JK, Drinking Re JK on JK, <laughs> Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drinking Re JK on Twitter. Follow my other anime slash Studio Miyazaki. Oh, Studio Miyazaki. Basically, better be Studio Miyazaki. Studio Jahili <laughs> podcast, and it was not a mistake on most podcast uh, platforms. We are currently watching How's Moving Castle, moving into Tales of Earthsea. Nice. Uh, you can follow me over at MZero Junior over on Instagram, or follow me at uh, Manny Horse Hats over on Twitter, and keep uh, uh, locked down for a future project that I have down the line. I'm locked down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, let's transition to our next theme, all right? Ooh. Themes are fun. I thought in my mind, since I am here and me and you guys let me, we could do some March mayhem, madcap comedies, Ma- madcap madness, Mar- madcap yeah. Marchness, madcap March madness, right? That uh, sounds I like good. Madcap Marchness. Madcap Marchness, sure. Uh, and we could tie into your eBay as well with Madcap. <laughs> madcap. Um, where we pick our favorite Madcap March comedies and we watch them, and you guys are in for a treat. Ooh. This movie is Harold and Maude Levels for me. Ooh. It is my top five films. Wow. So it is, I'm doling it out for you, and I will give you one clue. One plus one plus two plus one plus one. Oh. And we will find out what we're watching. Next right. time. Bye bye. My mind's been blown. I can't do that. Now. I know. I'm going to need my future self to come in and explain this to me. Mm. Oh, Mark, your ear's bleeding. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. Quick, take this chloroform. I'm just going to bring this gun to a birthday party. What could go wrong? Oh, don't worry. I took out the shells. Thank you for joining us for another installment of Nightcaps at the Theater. Special thanks to the Free Music Archive for providing the track Four Way by William Rostrenov's Nomads, an edited version of which you're hearing now. We at Nightcaps sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode.
If that's the case, or even if it's not, please remember to rate our show on iTunes and leave a review. It really means a lot. Good night, and binge responsibly.